1: The mighty Battle Cat, and I became He-Man,
2: the most powerful man in the universe.
3: Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast, episode 235, The Rise of Baltimore Comic-Con. I'm your host, Ryan, and welcome back, everyone. Yes, it has been a while since I have put out a regular Star Joe's episode. Uh, It's actually been a while since I even put out a Patreon episode. Uh, You may have seen just recently that I posted one. However, that was recorded back in the mid to late September uh, before going to Baltimore Con, and actually the last Star Joe's regular episode was recorded after that. Um, so I s- sincerely apologize for not getting anything out in a while. Uh, I've had a lot going on and I'll kind of get into some of that for you guys, just so that you know, kind of what's been causing delays, nothing bad. Thankfully, uh, it's all been good stuff, but it has caused a lot of burnout for me. So I was actually, uh, to be perfectly honest, I was going to bed early, uh, cause I would be wiped out. Uh, and usually I'll do my recordings, uh, late at night. Uh, and I just honestly couldn't stay awake to, to do recordings. Couldn't, uh, just, I was feeling complete burnout from the whole year. And, uh, every once in a while that happens. I think it happens to the best of us. I think it happens to everyone. And I just needed a little bit of time. Um, I wanted to record, I wanted to do stuff for you guys, uh, but it just didn't happen and went up. uh, so a couple things that have happened, uh, you guys know that I, I think I mentioned on the regular show, I know I mention on the Patreon episodes, uh that got a new puppy uh her name's Aria she's a labradoodle uh it's been a little over a year since we lost our last pup and uh felt it was time to get a new pup well she's a bundle of energy she takes up a lot of time uh she's around 6 months old now so it's taking up less time but uh she she was wiping us out every single day uh with just her energy level in there. and it's been awesome having a dog back in the house so i'm certainly not complaining about that at all like i said most of the stuff you guys are going to hear from me is not complaints, it's uh, or even excuses. It's just awesome stuff that's been going on and been uh, occupying time. One other thing I had happen was the the Kickstarter. Uh, it was not successful, but I want to thank everyone who did support it and back it. Uh, the story's not over as far as it being made. Uh, I'm going to be. I learned a lot from doing the Kickstarter. I basically learned uh, number one that I don't need to print as much as I thought I was going to have to. So when I did. This was like a big lesson learned for me, which was I set a goal for an amount that I was going to need to print everything off. So in other words, if all the rewards were uh, backed, I knew I was going to have to make X amount of issues, X amount of books and and everything else. And I was going to need to be able to uh, pay for that. And so I was like, okay, if everything sells, this is how much money I'm going to need to make uh, in order to, to back it up. Well, it, it's the thing I learned during the Kickstarter was I didn't need to do that. What I needed to do was figure out the bare minimum that I was going to need money-wise to print off the bare minimum what I would need. And then if more stuff sold, I was going to already have the money to pay for the extra stuff. So just to give you an idea, let's say I, I knew I was going to need to print uh, 200 issues of the comic. Uh I was putting it as if I was going to have to print off at least a 1,000 issues of the comic uh, because if a bunch of stuff sells and then I want to shop it around and everything else. And I started realizing I really only probably need to make about 200 issues of it. However, if I sell enough that I need to print off a 1,000 copies or something like that, that money's going to be there because that means we'll, we will have surpassed our goal. Um, same thing with the books. Like I, uh, one popular reward was the behind the scenes book, uh, which I was very excited about cause it was something I could put together, uh, and not have to rely on an artist to put together or anything like that. Um, and I just found that like, Oh, there was X amount of people that wanted the book. However, if I sold all the books out, I was still going to have the extra money to go ahead and print all the books. So like I said, it's just that whole, I just needed the bare minimum to, to, uh, really produce what i needed to produce um so that's that was one lesson learned from that uh, so my goal next time is to be a lot less so it makes it more achievable uh, the other thing that i learned was uh, my artist alex uh, there was some miscommunication with her and i uh, she wasn't really promoting the kickstarter uh, and that might seem unusual for for you guys out there that know the industry really well and know that a lot of comic book creators, uh, really promote their stuff a lot. Um, she was a little uncertain because of things in the contract didn't really, uh, that we worked out, didn't really specify about her having to promote stuff or, or needing to promote things. And she didn't really didn't know what to promote, what she was allowed to promote or anything like that. So her and I had a long talk about that type of stuff. And when we go to relaunch, which we're going to relaunch in mid January, so be ready for that. Um, when we relaunch in mid-January, she is, uh, her and I are going to be meeting like weeks ahead to kind of talk about like, when does, cause she has other things going on in her life as far as other work that's, uh, coming her way and everything else. So when is it realistic for her to get this comic done? If we get funded this time and what are we going to do? How are we going to plan the, the backing and everything else? Cause I absolutely, of course need her promoting it as much as I was promoting it. Like I was appearing on podcasts and things like that. And, Uh, and then I was constantly posting stuff like every few days, uh, reminding people of it. So, uh, I need her to be doing kind of similar things and, but we can coordinate that stuff together. So this way one day when I'm posting stuff or promoting stuff, she doesn't need to be, but maybe a couple days later, she's the one that's posting and promoting stuff so that I don't have to do it all the time. So, so we worked that out, uh, between the two of us again, big learning experience uh, Alex also got to meet with one of the heads of Kickstarter and she gave us some really great feedback, uh, very direct feedback, which was basically we were trying to, at least I was trying to hold back the story, uh, from people because I wanted, that's what I wanted them to buy. Well, basically the person from Kickstarter said, you know, when it comes to a comic book, especially when you're a non-entity, you know, I'm, I'm nobody as a writer and she's honestly, I don't mean to say this disparaging, but she's nobody as an artist. She's just starting off too. So, uh, you know, we both have our followings, you know, she has her, her people that follow her artwork and I have people that follow the podcast and and stuff like that, but we're not anybody to anyone that they're like, Oh, I got to get the next comic from them, uh, or from this person or that person. So that was something for us to work out also was she's like, I know you don't want to tell the story, but you have to tell the story. It was basically her message to us. Like your video was about the behind the scenes of of making this comic and the material you posted was basically behind the scenes of, of the comic. She goes, you need to tell the people looking to back your thing, what the story is about the comic. Like what is, what makes this comic unique, uh, story wise. So not what makes it unique as far as who we are or anything like that, or what went behind the, the stuff, but really, what makes this comic unique as far as from a story element? Why would someone want to read this story? What elements are in it that makes someone interested in it? Uh, so she's like, you can hold back some things here and there. Um, but she says you really need to just uh, tell who this character is, what her story is, where she's going on this journey, and stuff like that. And that gets people wanting to buy into it. Uh, she even gave just a little nuances like, Uh, I know the tagline that you guys that you mentioned in the videos that, uh, that's not how the story ends is the tagline for the character, but no one knows who this character is. So therefore nobody know, you know, that tagline doesn't mean anything to anyone. So she's like, that's actually something that you can save for in the story. So, so it was really good feedback, uh, really appreciated all of that. And then the other thing that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be prepping everyone who backed it beforehand for the launch date and I'm going to be reaching out to people. I'm not doing too much right now. It's about mid uh, November right now. Uh, Once December hits, I'm going to start ramping things up again. And uh, so that mid January people are ready to help promote this thing uh, and then uh, get the people that backed it to hopefully back it day one uh, or even day two at the latest, because if we can get a big surge of people backing it up the first day, then it'll show up on Kickstarter's main page as like a hot item. Like, look, this thing's reached this much of its goal already in the first day. So, and that'll get other people looking at it. So that's another way of, of doing, uh, doing something. Uh, I'm also going to be reaching out to just some creators that are out there and just say, Hey, here's what this is. And you know, uh, if you're willing to promote it, great. If not, that's okay too. But, uh, would have really appreciated if, if you could promote it or even give me feedback on how I could promote it. Um, I had, uh, what's on Joe mine. Uh, uh, Mike from there had spoken with Arun Singh, uh, who we are going to get on the show at some point in the near future. Uh, i wanted to have him on for a, a while. I know he's a big Joe fan and grew up with all these properties that we grew up with. And, uh, he is, he worked for at Marvel at one point. He now works as the VP of marketing for boom studios. Uh, he, Mike had actually mentioned my comic to him and he's like, well, we don't take blind submissions, but have him send his information over to me and I'll pass it along to the people that would want, need to look at it. Uh, so I did that. Uh, haven't heard anything back. I don't, I didn't expect to hear anything back. I just appreciate that Arun, uh, was willing to pass my information along. So. You're going to get a lot of rejections and a lot of no's in this business. You're going to have people in any business, really. You're going to have a lot of people tell you it's not good enough. It's, uh, it's too cliched. It's too, uh, there, there's no real hook to it. Like you're going to get a lot of negativity to it. But if you really believe in the project, you don't give up on it, which I will not, uh, you'll eventually find a home for it. And, uh, that's why, and the home might eventually be Boom Studios or something. Who knows? Uh, it seems like my comic would fit in with the type of entertainment material they, they like to make. Uh, but they might need to see it proven already. Uh, or somebody else might pick it up. Like there's a lot of publishers out there that I can really shop this around with. So that might be something else that I do is I might just start shopping around while I'm while I'm preparing for the Kickstarter. I might just start shopping around what I have, which is the five-page story and the script uh, for the full issue along with the character sheets and stuff like that. And see if someone's willing to uh, pick it up and see what they might be willing to do with it. So uh, there's a lot of different possibilities, but the biggest point is that I'm not giving up on this. So so that, went, that happened. Uh, then uh, I did go to, went to Baltimore Comic Con, which is what this episode is really about. And then uh, went to Vegas the week after that. My dad turned 70 in August. And when my mom turned 70, she wanted to go to New York. And... Uh, she had never been to New York, so she thought that would be great if the whole family could go. So we all went, had a great, like long weekend together. Uh, I went, so then in uh, August, my dad turned 70, we asked him, is there any place you would like to go? And they, my parents have been to Vegas quite a few times, but that's where he likes to go. And so we went as a family to Vegas. My sister went with her husband. My wife came with me, uh, and we made it a long weekend. Uh, my wife and I were only there for a couple days. I, I do not recommend doing Vegas in two days. Uh, you will want to die by the end of it because it's so such a whirlwind. And the first day we got there, uh, by the end of the night, we had been up for about twenty hours uh, straight because of the time zone difference and everything. Uh, because when we, when we got we got up at like maybe seven eight in the morning, and then we uh flew out there. We got out there around three Vegas time, and. Uh, hung out with my family and we went and did like some slots and everything else. And then we went to, uh, we went to dinner, uh, at around 630 at night, Vegas time, which was 930 at night, Cleveland time. Uh, then we went to a show at 930 or yeah, 930 at night, which was 1230 AM Cleveland time. And then we got back to the hotel and it was around, uh, midnight. Vegas time. So it was about three in the morning. And then obviously you're wired and and you're beyond sleep at that point. Uh, We didn't really fall, you know, get to finally fall asleep until about four in the morning uh, Cleveland time. So about, we were up about 20 to 21 hours. Uh, The next day we got a full night's sleep and everything went great. We went and saw another show with my family. Uh, We really did have a great time. Everyone, you know, my parents were so happy to have us there and we were happy to be there with them. I'm glad it all worked out, but as you can imagine, I was catching up on being burnt out for like almost a whole week after that because the day after we got back, uh, I had to, we both had to go to work, so uh, there wasn't a buffer day to kind of recover and recoup. Uh, so yeah, so things have just been crazy, and then like I said, I just needed some time to kind of recharge. Uh, podcast is not going away. Uh, I know we're coming up on 10 years in January. I still don't know what I'm going to do for 10 years. I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to have a listener show where I have people come on the show that are listeners. Uh, I might try reaching out to one or two people that we've had on the show in the past for interviews to see if they want to come on to kind of celebrate the 10 years. But I think I really want to make it about you guys as listeners because you guys are really the thing that's kept the show going for 10 years. Uh, I mean – technically I've been the thing that's been keeping the show going for 10 years. Cause I have to make the shows and, and pr- produce them and everything, but I wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't for you guys. Uh, you know, Chuck and I started doing this show because we wanted to just talk about comics. We wanted to talk about these licensed properties. Uh, we wanted to talk about toys. Uh, so we started doing the show and we didn't know if anyone would listen and you guys came out in droves and that was awesome. And, Yeah, in recent years, uh, our download numbers have gone down, uh, but it could be a combination of things. Uh, one is people can get tired of us and just don't want to listen to us anymore. Uh, there's also been gaps, uh, so we haven't had steady shows coming out just like this time. Uh, and that can cause people to, to kind of like, oh, they're not doing any more shows and kind of go away for a little bit. Um, there's also a ton more podcasts out there. So we might not be on the top of people's listening choices. Um, and then there's analytic changes where it's like, you know, in the past they showed that we had thousands of downloads and when they reevaluate, you know, how analytics are done now, uh, it could just be that too, where it's like, well, actually we don't count these numbers or could be that Podbean just doesn't count certain downloads from certain areas. They're not able to pull from everything. So, uh, like, I don't know if they pull from stitcher radio. I don't know if they pull from like, I don't know if they pull from everywhere where the feed is. Uh, it, or if they just pull from Podbean and iTunes, like maybe that's the only two sources that they get it from. So I don't know. Um, it doesn't matter to me. That's not, I don't do this show for humming downloads. Uh, there was a time I thought about trying to turn this into a little side business and if that ever happens, great. Uh, but it's not my focus anymore. It's, my focus is just doing the show and enjoying it. Because that's why I've done the show for as long as I have, is because I just enjoy doing it. And I enjoy interacting with you guys out there. Um, Proof of that is uh, Baltimore Comic Con. Uh, This year, we didn't have as many people go out as we usually do. We had uh, various people had things come up. You guys had heard John talk about how he wasn't going to be able to be there because of uh, his uh, job really, like, and his HR social hour stuff like really launching and, and really taking off, which is amazing. And I'm so happy for him. It's just incredible. Uh, but, uh, that caused him because he was going to be traveling. He wasn't gonna be able to make it to Baltimore Comic Con. Then, uh, Chuck was supposed to come and then he had a financial situation come up, uh, like last minute. So he wasn't able to go, uh, and so that was disappointing because I always love it when he can make it out there too. And he was extremely disappointed because he really wanted to go, but it was some, it was something completely out of his control. Um, and then Travis had one hell of a year this year, uh, Uncle T-Bag, uh, not going to go into all of his personal things that happened for him, but uh, there was definitely a job loss, uh, which he's working again. But uh, that, obviously, you can imagine f- caused financial issues. Uh, our buddy Sam, who came last year, he wasn't able to make it because he had just changed jobs, and so he wasn't able to get the time off. Uh, be- and it was because he's doing things for the betterment of his family uh, by taking this new job, so uh, kudos for him. So there was a lot of the regular crew that just couldn't make it this year. Um, the cool thing is there were, uh, and I had a friend, Chris, who was supposed to come from work, uh, who was a great guy and he had never been to a comic convention before. And so he was really looking forward to it. And unfortunately he had, his mom have a stroke like the day before we were supposed to leave. And I felt so bad for him and, uh, she's doing okay. She's recovering, you know, so that's awesome news. Uh, but he was like, I'm going next year. And, if there's a bright side to that whole thing, uh, you know, obviously you hope that she never had to, had to go through that, but I'm glad that if she did go through it, that it happened before he left because, um, he's very close with his mom, which I can totally appreciate that and understand that. Um, but I can only imagine what it would have been like if he was in Baltimore and that happened because, uh, and I told him, I was like, dude, I would have got you home. Uh, he's like, Oh, I would have taken a flight. I was like, I would have driven you home. I would have left everyone at Baltimore, driven you home, and then came back to Baltimore um, because I told him by the time you would have gotten a flight and everything else in that, in that amount of time and then flown home, I could have gotten you home because it's only about a six-hour drive. So um, so he, he was home, and like I said, she is reco- uh looks like she's going to be making a, a full recovery or at least mostly full recovery, so that's good. Um, but he wasn't able to make it. So, you know, that was, uh, sad for him. Uh, but I'm glad things worked out in the end, uh, for his mom and everything. But yeah, it was just like, there was a lot of people that were supposed to be there. So you figure I I counted up how many people were a lot of times usually there and how many people weren't there this year. Uh, my buddy, Daryl Taylor and Chris Campbell, they weren't there this year. Uh, they're usually there. So it was like a good you know, eight to 10 people that are normally going to be there that weren't there this year. Uh, but we still had a pretty good turnout. You know, Eric Grubb was there. You're going to hear him on a, a future episode, uh, uh, coming up and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Andre was there. Uh, you know, Oh, JP, sometimes he makes it there. Uh, he's someone that you guys have heard in the past. Uh, he, he wasn't there this year, but, uh, Andre was there. So it was awesome to see him again. Um, and then my buddy Mike from work, he, he came, uh, did the road trip with me. And so that was awesome. And uh, Rock was there and Brian Lang was there. Uh, so, like, it's all, always good to, to see those guys. Um, you know, we stay in touch through the year and everything else, but uh, I never really got, to, you know, even though I've hung out with Brian Lang a couple times in past years, uh, it's a different experience when you actually are like, sharing a room with someone because you do get to know them better. And I don't mean like they're idiosyncrasies of like, Oh, you know, hygiene and that type of stuff. I'm talking about like, you actually get to spend some time talking to that person and, and getting to know them. And there's a lot of stuff about Brian. I didn't know. And he's, I mean, I knew he was an awesome guy already, but he's even more of an awesome guy when you get to talk to him more. So, uh, and really get to know him. So and like I said, past years, I've been able to talk to him about his collections and stuff like that. But, like, this time I actually got to talk to him about, like, his life and everything. And uh, it's it was really cool. And that's when you really kind of make some of those bonds. And uh, two people I want to point out that came out, which was very humbling and very awesome. Uh, Joe Nickerand uh, came from, uh, I believe it was Michigan. And, Joe, if I got that wrong, I apologize. But I believe he came from Michigan, which is a hell of a trip. Uh, and he, he goes to conventions all the time. Uh, and, uh, he ran into grub, I think at one convention that he went to, it was either grub or Robert and it may, or it may have been both of them. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Uh, again, memory's getting foggy as I get older, but, uh, He, uh, he said, you know, I go to conventions and stuff like that, but he says, I wanted to come to Baltimore to hang out with you guys. He says, I have fun listening to the show and I've always wanted to meet you guys. And it just was a good opportunity. Uh, and I think he's, I think he said, like, if he can coordinate it again next year, he'll come out again next year and that would be awesome. So, um, yeah, it was, it's awesome and it's weird and humbling to know that someone's coming out because of a show that you did. But that's how a lot of us met each other is because Chuck and I started doing the show and people started listening and then people wanted to get to know us and, and talk to us. And that was, uh, he like said, that's, I'm much like all of you people out there. You know, I'm just a guy who has, I'm, you know, I'm a middle-class guy live in the suburbs. I just grew up with these properties and loved them and I can talk, so, so I was like, I'm going to, I want to do the show and I didn't want to stop doing the show. That's why I do it. And I'm, but to make the friendships that I've made out of this and to get to know the people that listen to the show, that's just awesome. And it's whether I have had, had the opportunity to actually meet you in person, which I hope, you know, at some point in the future, if you ever want to meet me in person, that I get to meet you in person. Cause that's how I get to know you guys better. And, uh, you guys know me pretty well, but I don't get to always get to know you guys. So, um, or if I, you know, message you, I have some people that I talk through through mess Facebook messenger. Some people I talk through through text messages. Um, some people that send an email occasionally, um, you know, if you've never contacted the show before, send an email. If you don't want it read on the air, that's fine. I don't have to read it on the air. Just let me know that, you know, this doesn't have to be read on the air. I uh, just wanted to reach out and let you know I'm listening and here's how I found you guys. And he- here's the stuff I like, you know, that lets me get to know you guys. So, um, but yeah, so when someone says, Hey, I came out cause I wanted to, m- to meet you guys and, uh, I enjoy the show. I'm like, that's really awesome. Uh, and it's, and like I said, it's also really weird just cause just, I'm just everyday person. And, and I think that's actually the cool thing about it is cause when I do get to meet you guys, Um, you guys see that I'm just, just like everybody else. And, um, and you guys treat me like everybody else. So that's what's, I think that's the coolest part about it is like, I don't think I've ever had anyone come up to me and up to me and being, and has been nervous about meeting me, uh, or meeting Chuck or meeting John or or anything like that. Um, and I'm hoping that's because we, you guys can tell that we're just like everybody else out there. The only difference is that I decided to record the shit that I talk about and put it out there for you guys, uh, where I know all you guys are talking about this shit also. Like you, you, just you enjoy this stuff. You love the comics, you love the the toys, you love the just the licensed property in general. You like the cartoons, like whatever part of it that you like, you listen to the show because it's listening to other guys that just like this stuff also. And like I said, the only difference between me and you. Is that I'm recording talking about it. And, uh, and I think that's why I want to do, I want to have people on for the 10 year, uh, anniversary episode. Cause I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear, I don't want, and you can talk about the show and like, we'll talk about that. Of course, we'll say like, how did you find the show and, and, uh, you know, what are some of your favorite moments and things like that? But I also want to find out more about you guys. So I want to hear like, What's the stuff that you like about these properties? Like, what properties do you like that we cover on the show? Uh, you know, is there obscure ones that you like? Or is it just, Hey, I'm a G.I. Joe guy. Or, Hey, I'm a Star Wars guy. Or, uh, or I'm, you know, I'm a uh, Transformers girl or what, you know, whatever it is. Like, that's awesome. And I want to hear about that. And then like, what part of that stuff do you like? And why do you like that stuff? Like, I want to do the 10 year anniversary to not only be about the podcast and the show and celebrating that, but I want it to be celebrating the listeners of it. Uh, cause I think that's, like I said, that is what makes me keep doing the show. So to go back to, to, uh, the listeners also though, the other person that, uh, came out who I got to meet for the first time was Tom Zilla and Tom came from Japan. <laughs> uh, he's originally from the States, but he's moved to Japan. Uh, his, his wife is from there and, uh, he's a, he's just an awesomely nice guy. Uh, but he he came to the U.S., uh, for various reasons. He has family here and stuff like that. But he said, uh, one of the reasons he comes also is because they don't have clothes his size. Tom is a big guy. He's like six foot something. Um, and, uh, just, uh, like I said, just an awesomely nice guy. But I had this huge guy come up to me and go, are you Ryan? And I'm like, who wants to know? Uh, <laughs> but no, it was like, it, I knew what he looked like. So I, was, I knew who it was. But it was an, a really cool experience, and like I said, what I found out was one of the things is they don't make clothes his size, and and that's why I mentioned like how big he is. Is uh he's like you said he's a he's a like a really tall guy, and he was like um he said they don't make clothes his size over there, so sometimes it's more cost effective for him to travel here. And buy clothes here and just take them back with them than it is for him to have, like, family members get clothes for him and ship them to him. Plus, then he gets to pick out what he wants and things like that. So he kind of coordinated this time to visit family and everything else so that he could also come to Baltimore and go to Baltimore Comic Con and meet us. And he, you know, him and Joe hung out with us each night. Uh, they, you know, hung out with us, dur- you know, hung out here and there with them during the day at the convention and stuff like that. Uh, they were you'll hear both of them were there for the recording and uh, however long that recorded for so uh, again I apologize that some of it did get cut off because the batteries ran out on the recording uh, we did get about 25 to 30 minutes of, of show uh, and uh, rock was in rare form so I'll warn you about that ahead of time but yeah it to have someone like Tom come out also and he said he himself also said he might come out again uh, because he did have a, a great time and uh, you know, we got to hang out with uh Shannon was there uh and got to hang out with him and it's always good to see him. Uh got to meet Jamie Cosley, who we've had on the show before. I uh, got to meet him in person for the first time. Chris Russo was there, um, and uh Greg Siegel was there. And we're gonna have Greg back on again really soon. I wanna have the other guys on as well, but I'm gonna have Greg on uh in the near future because uh I Greg is awesome when we're talking about movies. He's a very entertaining guy. He does a podcast himself, so that helps also. But uh, I mentioned to him some of the ideas that we want to do for shows, and you know, he's welcome to come on one of them or all of them, whatever he wants to do. And he's like, "All right, sounds good to me." So I told him I'll message him, you know, what we're going to do and when we're going to do it, and if he can join us, that'd be great. Uh, so looking forward to having him on again. Uh, I did give Shannon shit for not coming on the show. Uh, and I says, I just said to him, I was like, dude, just come on for like an episode, like every once in a great while you don't like, you can tell me what shows you want to do. Uh, I'll tell you what we're planning, but just come up, come back on the show. Like it doesn't have to be anything regularly. And he, he finally kind of caved in. I don't know if he still will or not, but, uh, but I, like, I like talking to Shannon. I hate just seeing him once a year at Baltimore con, like, Uh, I could text them so it's my bad, but I don't, I also don't want to be bugging them and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's not the same as being able to talk with them. Uh, so, and I even told him, I was like, even if you don't want to record for the show, if you just want to get together on Skype and just talk, like that would be fun too. So it was a, a great show. We had a great time, uh, to highlight some of the things that, uh, happened there. So, uh, I got to to meet, uh, Jim Lee, uh, which I was thrilled about. It was, he is in my top five favorite artists of of all time when it comes to comic books. Uh, he's the reason I was reading X-Men, uh, when I first started reading X-Men, uh, him and Chris Claremont. And, uh, he's the reason that I love Batman hush so much. It's my favorite Batman story. His artwork is just incredible and I can't get enough of it. And, uh, I know there's some naysayers for for Jim Lee cuz like he's got a certain style that looks very much like the 90s and uh it, it, I think it's evolved over the years a bit but it still has that classic Jim Lee look and I'm okay <clears throat> I'm okay with that. But the the other thing is that I don't know if I was ever going to be able to meet Jim Lee again and you know it's that thing that I learned from Jamie D from Comic Geek Speak where you know he, Jamie D before he passed away he says if you ever get a chance to meet somebody, even if it's just to shake their hand and thank them, th- uh, you should do it. If I didn't follow that advice, number one, uh, granted, I met him before he gave that advice, but if I hadn't done that then, I would never met Jamie D. Uh, from Comic Geek Speak. So uh, I'm grateful that I did get to meet him before he passed, but I also got to meet Jeremy Dale. I got to meet Herb Trimpey. I got to meet Darwin Cook. Uh, all of them before they passed away and I'm glad I took the opportunity. Like uh, you guys heard me talk in the past with Darwin cook where I went back to his table like five times because you know, he either wasn't there or he, he got pulled away for something and you know, things like that. I just didn't give up and because I wanted to make sure I met him and every year at Baltimore comic-con there's at least one, if not two people that I'm like, I have to meet this person. Uh, I did that with Paul Levitz also the one year at uh, Baltimore comic-con and, Denny O'Neill and stuff like that. Cause I'm like, I don't know how much longer we have with them. And I, I hope it's a long time, but I don't know. Um, you know, I got to meet George Perez and like, he's still alive too, but I, I don't know how much longer or Jose Garcia Lopez. Uh, I, I don't, you know, these, these are just legends and I, I want to make sure that I get a chance to meet them. Um, but I also want to meet the people that are, you know, young and upcoming people because who says if they're going to be here tomorrow, So that's, that's one of the cool things about it too. And and maybe that's why Tom and Joe both came out to the show is because like, Hey, I have an opportunity to go. I should go because I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to go again in the future. And I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to meet these guys in the future. And I have the opportunity now. So, um, but yeah, so I, I got to meet Jim Lee. He was super nice. They do work you right through, you know, they have a whole system for him uh but it's a, a nice friendly efficient system like they, they you bring up your stuff and they they lay it out and he looks up at you he shakes your hand he says nice to meet you he actually kind i had my star joe shirt on he goes oh star joe he goes what's that and i said "That's a podcast i do i've been doing it the last 10 years we cover all the 1980s properties he goes that's awesome and he's like i you know i like, said i love star wars gi joe all that stuff so it's like he didn't spend a lot of time with me but he does But he makes you feel like he spent some time with you. And that's that's really what it's about. It's Because you know he's got hundreds of people wanting to meet him. But he does take a little bit of time with each person. And you get a photo with him and stuff like that. And it was just awesome to meet him. He was just a super, super nice guy. Um, and then uh, I got to you know talk with a few of the creators. I got to talk with Katie Cook, who I, I see every year and love talking with her. Uh, I am gonna have her on the show. So I talked with a few creators about coming on the show. Katie Cook, I talked with her, and she says, yeah, definitely reach out to me. Now, I know she's going through some personal things right now, because I'm connected with her on Facebook, uh, with her daughter, uh, and everything else, and I don't want to put anything out there for her, even though she already has, you know, has let people know what's going on. But, uh, her daughter's okay. It's just found out some things that they're taking care of, and so I'm really not planning on having any of these people on until the new year, but, uh, I thought it was, uh, I definitely wanted to have Katie on. Uh, I want to have her talk about her Star Wars work. I want to have her talk about her My Little Pony work, uh, stuff that's related to the show. But I told her, I said, I especially want to have her on to talk about the Muppets because I said, I, out of all my co-hosts that I have, you know, none of them are Muppets people. Like Chuck's not a Muppets person. John's not a Muppets person. Uh, Shannon and Robert are not really Muppets people like they might like some things with the Muppets, and they might enjoy the Muppets, but they're not, like, heavy into the Muppets like I am. Uh, and I, and Katie, I know from listening to her on Comic Geek Speak, she's probably even more into the Muppets than I am, Like no, at least knowledge-wise. Maybe not fandom-wise, but knowledge-wise, she's definitely uh, knows quite a bit about the Muppets. So uh, I know Eric uh, Grubb, who we've had on the show, I know he likes the Muppets and, and loves them and everything else, so I might have him join me. I told her, I was like, I just would love to have you on. We can talk Muppets stuff. And she was like, that's, and she said to me, she's like, why do you hang out with these people if they don't like the Muppets? I was like, I don't know. I didn't know the stuff about them before that. So that's why I hang out with them. Um, but it was, it was awesome talking with her. And then uh, I talked with Will Rosato who does, who's done GI Joe artwork in the past. Uh, he was a lot of fun to talk to. And I mentioned to him that I'd like to have him on the show. And he goes, well, I'm warning you, once I start talking G.I. Joe, I might never stop. And I said, that's okay. Cause that's what our show is about. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I don't, we don't put time limits on our guests. So if you want to talk G.I. Joe until the wee hours of the morning, uh, I am all for that. And our listeners would be all for it too. So he was really cool. Uh, so I got his information. Uh, Brendan Fletcher is, uh, the, he writes a comic called Isola. But he is also the new writer on Robotech Remix, which is the Titan comics. Uh, it's their relaunch. It's not – I don't think it's really like a reboot. I haven't had a chance to read the, the first issue yet. I certainly will before I have him on. Um, but – and I've been getting the series, so I'll, I'll read up to whatever is out by that point. But, uh, yeah, I, I talked with him for quite a while, and it was kind of cool because I was actually talking about the stuff I was doing as a writer. And uh, it was – Nice to kind of have that little bit of a bond, uh, and kind of talk about working with an artist and all that type of stuff. And the reason I also mentioned it to him was because, uh, Alex had told me like how much she loved the artwork in Isola. And so I said, you know, your comic, you know, I told him what, what I was doing. And I said, my artist is actually was very inspired by the artwork that it was in Isola. And, uh, he was like, that's awesome. And so we got to talking about stuff with that. And then it was funny because I talked with him about Isola, And then the next day I walked by him and I go, you know what? Cause I told him about the podcast. I said, you know what? I just realized where else I know you from besides Isola. I, you are doing the Robotech remix. And he started laughing. He goes, I wondered if you would know that I was doing that or not. Uh, he was like, it's, he, he's like, I didn't want to just throw it out there. I was like, Oh no, by all means, like, let me know. But I says, yeah, I, we cover everything 80. So Robotech definitely fits into that. And, uh, so we're going to have him on the show also. And, uh, I talked with, uh, Livio Raymondelli, Romande- uh, who is a Transformers artist on the IDW uh, stuff. He's currently working on the Galaxies comic, Transformers Galaxies, which is phenomenal. And his artwork is amazing. I thought Will Rosado, or not Will Rosado, uh, Livio, uh, would, number one, I ex, because of the, his name being as, I, I guess, but lack of a better word, like exotic or foreign sounding, I was expecting him to be someone from another country. Like I expected him to be, uh, and I know IDW a lot of times will find talent that way and everything else too. So that's what I, th- that's what I thought, uh, I w who I was going to be meeting. And, uh, he's just, you know, I think late twenties, early thirties, uh, and he might not be white, but he looked like a white dude, just then very American and very cool guy. Just like, not what I was picturing in my head, and I never looked up what he looked like. So I had no idea who I was meeting when I when I went to his table. Super cool guy, loves his stuff, has a lot of energy. Um, and I found out, the cool thing with him that I found out was his artwork looks like it's all digital. And it's not. He actually does pencil work first, and then he scans it in, and that's where he does his digital work. Uh, if you've ever seen Livio's artwork, it looks like it's this digital landscape. Uh, but he works in, in pencils. Uh, just recently I saw him post that he, he does do a little bit of, uh, digital pencil work now to maybe to make the transition a little bit easier sometimes for himself. But, uh, I love, I mean, he had original stuff artwork there and that was really, really cool to see. Um, but I told him I'd love to have him on the show and he's like, yeah, he's like, he gave me his contact information. He's like, just contact me and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll set something up. And, uh, he said he'd love to talk, come on the show and talk. So, so it was awesome meeting him. Uh, and you know, there's just a lot of creators I got to meet. I uh, got to meet. I got to see Dean Kotz again, uh, who has some stuff that he's working on right now. And uh, I actually had him draw the Stealth Hammer. Uh, I had flyers with me for the the Kickstarter and everything else. And I just was like, "Hey, I've got some images on this flyer of," and I told him the comic book I was doing. And I said, "Would you be willing to draw the main character uh, as a commission?" And he's like, "Yeah, that'd be great." So. Uh, he did an amazing job. He put Ari the Elf in it and everything, so that was really cool. So, uh, And there were some awesome cosplayers this year, as there always is. So we really had a great time at Baltimore Comic Con, uh, as we always do. Um, no real stories this year as far as anything crazy that happened. Uh, we did end up sitting at a table with um, uh, a cross from Tom King. We went to the Pratt Street Ale House on Saturday night, I think it was and Tom King was at the table next to us, uh, with, uh, some Hmm. of his friends, uh, Julian Lytle was there who I've known for, for years. So it was cool talking with him and I, we've known Tom for a long time. Uh, so it's, it's no longer, Oh my God, it's Tom King over there. But you know, for some people it was, which was cool. But, uh, Tom wanted to know where John was, which was awesome. And I, uh, So I took a picture, I said, can I get a picture with you so I can send it to John and be like, you know, hey, where the hell are you? And he goes, absolutely. So, and, uh, he had the Thor's hammer in his hand and stuff like that. So Tom's a cool guy. And it was funny because he finally knows my name now. Like Tom has never known my name before. Uh, and I gave him shit last year for it. Like he always recognizes that I'm someone he knows, but he's never remembered my name. Uh, I went and waited in his line and like I said last year I gave him a shit for it I was like you know I see you every year and he, I said you never remember who the hell I am and he's like so he made it a point to remember my name so this year when I was in I waited in his line uh, to get something signed for Chuck uh, and, and I was getting something signed also and uh, he goes he, I got up to the table and he just he didn't look up completely yet and he's just like hey I'm Tom King and put his hand out there and I was like yeah, I know who you are and he's like oh Ryan and he's like and I didn't have my badge on or anything. so There was no way he was going to know my name. Uh, and, uh, he was just like, he's like, uh, you and I go way back. And I was like, I was like, yeah, we do. <laughs> and he's like, why'd you wait in line? And I was like, cause I don't want to be the asshole that cuts the line. Go, Oh, I know Tom. Let me have him sign stuff and take up his time when other people are waiting in line. He's like, ah, just in the future. He says, why don't you bring it with you to dinner the night before or have me sign it there? I was like, cause I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to see you there and I didn't bring my stuff with me to dinner. So, um, so Tom's a cool guy, uh, very happy for his success and everything else. But, uh, but yeah, he's a goofball too. So, so that was really, uh, Baltimore comic con this year. Uh, had a blast was completely wiped out by the time I was going home. Um, saw some really cool stuff. Uh, I think based on when they had it this year, it worked out well for guests. That they could get because last year they had it right the week right before New York Comic Con, and that didn't work out for guests because a lot of them canceled to go to New York Comic Con. Um, but this year it was only the week a week or two after New York Comic Con, and that kind of worked against them also a little bit because there was a lot of retailers. When I would ask, them, oh do you have this or do you have that?" They're like, "We did, but we sold out of it at New York Comic Con." So, um, so that kind of stunk, but. It helped me save money, I guess. So that's always a good thing. Um, so that was everything. Uh, so now I'm going to turn things over to the actual recording in Baltimore. Uh, and, again, I will warn you that uh, this next set section of half hour is not suitable for the workplace. So don't play it out loud uh you may get fired for it uh (laughs) rock i said like i said was in rare form i do go on a bit of a rant uh and i don't even know if that part got recorded that may have gotten cut off uh but basically the rant was this and i'm just i'm going to keep it nice this time because i've had time to kind of burn through the, the thoughts on this i've realized that there's two types of people in the world uh recently we put uh we've been posting memes and and cool images and everything else on the Star page. Chuck does a lot of that. And I'll occasionally post something on there. And, uh, I posted this really cool picture. It had uh Batman and Spider-Man and, and Optimus prime. It had a bunch of characters, like from the properties, turtles were in it and everything else posted it. And a lot of people liked it or loved it and made comments like, that's awesome and everything else. But then there was a lot of people like, where's GI Joe. So I realized there's two types of people. There's people that just kind of enjoy things for what they are in life and and kind of go with the swing of things. And then there's the Where's G.I. Joe people, which are the ones that need to bitch about something. Like, I understand being critical of things. Lord knows I'm critical on this show about stuff or when I'm doing a a comic review or something like that. Like, I view it as, as a critique and everything else. But I try not to just bitch about stuff. And I realize the irony in what I'm doing right now is I'm bitching about something, but, um, it it just blows my mind when something's put out there for just entertainment. You don't have to like it. That's fine. You, You are not required to like anything. You don't like the last Jedi. If you hate it, that's fine. But you also don't need to bitch about it every single time something comes up about it. So there's a difference between the two. Like we grew up in those of you that listen to this show know the 1980s and some of you, probably a lot of you actually grew up in the 1980s like myself in the 1980s. If you didn't like something, you said, yeah, I don't like that. And you moved on with your life. You just kind of like, that was it. Like someone said, Hey, did you check out this show? Yeah, I didn't like it that much. And you might have a conversation about it. You might even have an argument about it, but then you kind of moved on. And a lot of times if you didn't like something, you just changed the channel. Or you just didn't buy something. You didn't support it. And that was all you did. And like I said, if someone asked you if you liked something, you just, no, I didn't like it. Here's why I didn't like it. But you didn't constantly bitch about it. Or you didn't constantly look for something to bitch about. Which is what the Where's G.I. Joe people do. It's like... Every time someone posts something about this, I need to say something about it. Or anytime someone posts something cool, I have to point out what they got wrong, or what they didn't, what they didn't include, or the wording that they used, or something like that. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a grammar Nazi. You know, when I see something spelled wrong, uh, you know, I I make it a point to you know, like I don't like that because it's not spelled right. Mm So, but I also realize that I could be a real dick by doing that all the time. So I'd really try not to do that. Uh, my wife will point out things that when I post something and she'll say, Hey, do you know that you had a typo? You put this instead of that. And I tell her, and she's, and she has said to me oftentimes, like, is it okay that I tell you that? And I'm like, yeah, cause I don't want a mistake out there like that. So yeah, absolutely. I'd rather you tell me than someone griping and bitching about it and pointing it out to me. So, um, so she's awesome like that. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm tired and I'm kind of done with those people. You want to troll, you want to, you know, bitch, fine. Go ahead and bitch all you want. I'm done giving my energy towards you. I'd rather talk about fun stuff. I'd rather talk about the things I enjoy. Um, and I'll still talk about, you know, here's something I didn't like with this, but I'm not going to dwell on it for the next, you know, year, two years of my life. Um, and if someone po- posts a really cool image up, I'm not going to point out the thing that's missing in the image. I'm not going to point out the thing that should have been there. Uh, I'm just going to either click like or love or make a comment saying it's awesome. Or I'm not going to do anything and I'm just going to move on with my life. Like that's, it's called changing the channel back in the day. That's all those. You change the channel. You don't like something, change the channel. So that was kind of what my rant was about. Uh, and, uh, I was a little bit more fueled up in Baltimore about it. Cause a lot of that stuff had just hit me. Uh, but I've had time to not be as fueled up. And like I said, I don't, I have not even listened yet to see what we recorded. I didn't know how much, I know how much of the episode we got recorded, but I don't know if we captured that or not. So, uh, so I kind of wanted to mention that in case some of that comes up, but then it cancels out or cuts off or something like that. I want you guys to, to kind of know like, well, here's what I was talking about. Um, but I think most of what was recorded was just like what our experience had been at Baltimore and, and what was going on, and ha- giving a chance for some people that have never been on the show for the recording, like Tom and Mike and and Joe, to actually have a voice and, and uh, hear from them. So, because uh, Mike came with me last year, uh, but last year we didn't do a recording. So, uh, and that's never going to happen again. Uh, I feel bad that this one got cut short, but we at least did a recording there. So. Kick back, relax, uh, realize you're probably going to, if you're someone that's sensitive, you're probably going to be insulted in this episode. So I recommend not listening. But if you're someone that can handle some crudeness and some uh, some <laughs> ridiculously hilarious things, uh, you're in for quite the treat. Uh, so uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and close the episode by saying the Force will be with you because knowing it's half the battle, but stay tuned for a wild ride ahead. Take care, everyone.
0: one day, and then he's the king of Zamunda on another day.
3: Oh, yeah. I've seen him a few times. Are you, uh, you we're, starting? We're or gonna, or? Yeah, I can start it. Okay. I got it recording now. Oh. So. Do you want to do an intro? Yeah, I'll do an intro. Good. Oh, no, no, no. I'll put it yeah. there. I yeah. like that. So it's... It should be <laughs> in the room. We'll find
4: out. <laughs> what was that weird-ass dude a couple of years ago that... Uh, Kept like leaning over And yelling into shit uh, Into the thing Yeah the, the, was the Travis?
0: The best one no. the, <laughs> the best one was the year That the guy came into the room When there was like Eighteen people in the room It was like a hot, a hot The guy was going off about losing his job, yeah. And, yeah, that and, Chuck,
3: and that was when Chuck and I both lost her. Yes,
0: <laughs> and, that, like,
3: and nobody knew who he was. He was, a that, was that was that
0: was that was the same guy. Yeah, he was. He was. The same, the guy you're talking about. Yeah, he was, was like was a share, friend of somebody. He was yes. sharing.
3: No, he was sharing a room with Dean Stahl. Oh, um, that's okay. why. And so Dean, and Dean was invited. So he just says he just brought the guy with him. Uh, um, okay. And he's like, "Hey, I'm going to a friend's po- room to hang out with some other people." He's like, "You want to come?" And he's like, "And so Dean brought." him He's like, and Dean told me later, he's like, I'm sorry, He's, like, I had no idea he was mm-hmm. like that. He said, like, I never met the guy before. He said, I just thought I was being nice as, a, you know, sharing a room with this guy. Is the air uh,
2: air conditioner? Yeah, oh yeah. it's oh, yeah. fine. Well oh, wait, that's yeah. why I'm standing stand over here. Over here. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: No, I mean, I, I, I was wondering if it would get picked up. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. Of, who's Whose stack of, uh, is these? So, those are just comics I brought. Feel, uh-huh. free, feel free to take any of them that you want. Because they're duplicates of stuff I have at home. Oh, wow. It's like all awesome. the turtle stuff I left at the house. So, yeah. It, so yeah, feel free to take whatever you want. That's
4: right, a whole bunch of the trades for the current. Just because like, yeah. I have the hardcovers that have cover them. So i like, I don't have. City of War. That new female tur-
2: uh, turtle. Does anyone <laughs>
3: else want this, or I'll just give it to Brian? <laughs>
2: <laughs> going, going. I can't. So I'm the big winner two years in a row. Right. I got other one though. <laughs> There you go. Thank you very much. I know how
5: pretty it'll be because I have one at home. <laughs> it'll be, I'll be just like you. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be so colorful. Everyone wants to be just like you. <laughs> Tom came all the way from Japan to try all to. get the
6: me. yeah, uh-huh. to learn from the master <laughs> <laughs> in person. <laughs> oh, you have not. <laughs> Eric Larson is, did some work
5: here. Eric that oh, that Larson,
6: is that yeah. yeah, different Larson. No, yes, it's Eric Larson because
3: oh, yeah. this is this is like they okay. restarted uh, <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> series called AEW, <laughs> and then they're going to finish yeah. the story. Uh, because they never did it fiction back in the day <laughs> so he like went 15 or 16 the the issues they
4: had to go 22 this is, is, like, this is, is so I was banging this chick you know, in a cave you know she told there me her have finished because she had
5: work to do <laughs> Yeah, like Donatello <laughs> turns into
6: a cyborg yeah look he's like he's like a Terminator and then like Raph gets his
3: whole face messed up so he's wearing a mask he's got the Casey Jones mask yeah like I the way I yep. like, hey. Did
5: Eric Larson?
6: He co-wrote this too. Yeah. Oh
3: uh, yeah.
5: So yes. What about the female Ninja Turtle? I don't know how I feel about. It. Oh yeah. There's some.
4: She foot foot was. Foot foot you know. She was a member of the Foot Clan. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, she's she's been in the series the for a while. Yeah. She was kind of dating Casey. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah
6: She's not the one from the cartoon was No What was her name? The, uh, Venus that? de Milo oh, well, yeah, Not Moonly, yeah. yeah Venus de Milo I thought it was her first like No, thank gosh The new character <laughs> Vera de Milo? That... V- Venus de Milo? Oh, was you Whoa, Venus de Milo Penis de Milo color. fantastic though Isn't that her
0: name? Poor Raphael,
6: man Damn, he's like 2 Faced over here
3: Are you guys ready
0: or? Yeah, I just cast the bait on the Facebook into a 15,100 GI Joe fans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like this has a the future. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, with the snake eyes yeah snake eyes that one or the one at home
0: I mean I hate to say it but if, yes. I, can get, if I can get 800 or a That's grand for this, this I'll sell it's it in second you the next cheapest one on eBay is 2300 $2, there's two on eBay one yeah, for 3000 and one for 2300 so obviously $2, they're in much better condition at graded sell it for I think I think honestly 8 is like a fair number for by but so all right, sorry, whenever you all are ready.
1: All right. Oh, he's getting the Gatorade
3: going. <laughs> oh, I've never seen one of these in person. The welcome to Star Joe's Podcast, episode 235, The Rise of Baltimore Comic Con. I'm your host, Ryan, and welcome back, everyone. We are at Baltimore Comic Con, and I have a room full of other people here with me. i um, already losing my voice, but that's okay. Uh, so we're going to go around the room so everyone can introduce who the hell they are. Uh, we have some new, new voices, new people uh, that we got to meet, and
2: uh, I will start with to my left. That's you. Hey, this is Brian. Brian Lang. Grub. This is Rock
0: Mistrangelo, also co-host on Open Up Your Toys podcast, and famous farting and famous. <laughs> Famous fodder on YouTube, Rock the Farting Dad.
3: Self promoter, That's right, rich. I gotta get promotion. I'm
0: only allowed on this podcast once a year, so I gotta get my money's worth. Rock the Farting Dad, smash that subscribe and see my ring videos of me farting into my ring camera. You're welcome, by the way.
6: Follow that one. <laughs> Michael! Uh, Tom, Tomzilla, uh, in from Japan, originally from New York. Woo! First time at uh,
1: the con, having a great time. Yeah, Joe Nickran from Michigan, first time here too. Cool.
3: So yeah, so uh, Tom and Joe, have uh, I've known them through Facebook, but never got to meet in person. So awesome to have you guys here. Um, Tom scared me when I first met him because I was not expecting such a large man to be coming <laughs> towards me. But how tall are you?
6: I'm about uh, six four, six three and a half. So okay. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he lives five in five Japan.
1: Five five
3: so you t- you you have to tower over most people. I hit my head a lot on
6: the ceiling. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've definitely had a little bit of brain damage from that. <laughs> nice. So how how long you been in the states so far? Uh, about a week now. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you went and
3: did uh, Galaxy's Edge.
6: Yeah, we we, we went to L.A got off the, uh, off the plane um, and we rushed over to the LA Comic Con and uh, took some pictures we uh, saw Kevin Smith we um, that was a lot of fun then we went to Anaheim and hit Star Wars Land and that was cool too and nice then, uh, one stop over in Dallas and then over here to Baltimore so it's been a Nice, crazy week, and eating a lot of barbecue and a lot of Disney food. So <laughs> I'm even bigger than I usually am.
2: You don't, so. you don't get that but back we at, in
6: Japan, right? Not a lot of Texas barbecue. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> How small are the food portions over there? They're small, but there's a lot of places with like oh, all you can eat rice. So uh, and and the Korean barbecue places, a lot of them oh. are all you can eat. Uh, Korean barbecue And how's the so ramen
0: Because I see those videos. The ramen
6: you can pay Like a little extra Get re- refillable noodles As much oh. as you want So, so I've I found, uh, found The big portion The ways to get
3: enough food Fat so road trip Right now <laughs> So here's the thing though So you said All you can eat rice Yeah But how enticing Is that Like is it mm. Flavored rice No is it's just, just <laughs> Plain rice So yeah It's what you mix it with <laughs>
6: That's why I like the ramen refills more. Gotcha. Because the, ramen, the noodles themselves have a bit. Why are you undoing your pants, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: just, we just ate at the ale house. <laughs> it's getting a little. I mean, it's, it's not that kind
1: of podcast. Excuse me, when I whip this out.
4: Overly <laughs> really excited about the food. I
1: know. I was like, I know you're excited about recording, but come on. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll put it back away.
3: Put the snake away. Sorry. Oh my god. It's a uh, half a duck. <laughs> for a little throwback, there for our listeners, <laughs> you remember that the, the where Chuck was completely drunk and we were at JoeCon and he he saw ducks and he talked about how a duck has like a seventeen inch penis. Oh, or something they do, like that. and then it
0: like it's, long, it's, it's long and stringy, yeah, right. and it's And he says he yeah. wishes he was half
3: a duck. <laughs> <laughs> know, okay, so, um, that's, a, that's, yeah. a that's what happens when Chuck's drinking. So, Chuck's not here. He he had some things come up. He couldn't make it. John's not here because he's big-timing us. Uh, Robert's not here because he never comes anymore. So, I had, I had to call him the... The, the B-team. The, the B-team. <laughs> right. The reserves. <laughs> right. Uh, so, um, so, Baltimore Comic Con, we love coming here every year. Actually, have a pretty good group. I was pleasantly surprised. We had Andre, the mythical Andre, was he, He's here. He's here. He's just not here here. Uh, I did send the invite for him to come, but he was going to pass tonight. Um, And then uh, Shannon's here. Brian Shearer did not not make it. He's in Fayetteville. I think Fayetteville. Fayetteville Con. So a bit of a smaller contingency this year, but still a lot of fun. Um, All right, so I want to go around the room and find out, like, I want you to say what you're thankful for. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I want I want to go around the room and find out like what was this end of Saturday. Tomorrow's going to be a slower day and everything. What was the big thing for you this year? What was your like your big get? Did you accomplish it? What did you find? What what did you enjoy? Um, I'm going to go this way first. So, Joe, you're going to be on the spot. All right. Well, I had no goals
1: coming into this <laughs> Comic Con. I, I go to cons all the time, but really came to meet you guys. So, cool. Hopped on a plane Thank by you. myself. So you um, accomplished that. I accomplished that. <laughs> Mr. Grubb uh, hosted me so kindly. Thank you. Um, everybody else from here, I know he's charging for. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: as for the duck. How many autographs did you get in your RHP this weekend? <laughs> oh, your RHP? Come right. on, that's a Star Joe's. It goes back a long time.
1: Uh, zero. Do you remember what oh, that's The next not over no, yet. No. No. Put now I'm on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> oh, it's it's all those
6: oh,
4: younglings
1: do. that you killed uh, earlier. Yeah. Oh, how many beers did I drink? No, no. It's, the
4: it's no. all the younglings that you killed earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> why I
1: can't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't remember. What's the RHP for again? Help me out. Rock Hard... Penis. So. Oh. Yeah, zero on the. Record. That joke goes way back
0: to what's on Joe mind days. Yeah, yeah well, actually, it was uh, a what's on Joe mind special edition. No, right?
1: we had them on our show. That's where the joke was from,
0: and that's where it came from. Yeah, that might
1: be before Mike. Yeah, yeah. okay. Do, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's a long running joke. I mean, it's been yeah. a long running. There was joke, a lot of right? penis discussions. Mike Irizarry. I,
1: I think it was <laughs> it's Mike. hard to keep track of all the. I think opinions. it was Mike. Every time we talk about penis, it's hard to keep track of track of it. <laughs> Mike's yeah.
0: dulcet tones, I think, mm-hmm. came out with. The, uh, Ryan, are you going to get your RHP signed? And uh, that's where open. I think it came yeah, from. Yeah, it
3: was, it was, and it's a, still a running joke yeah. to this day. Well, I mean, there's a. It's funny that we're talking about all this stuff because that's part of the, that was the double entendre. Why I named the episode "Rise of Baltimore Comic Con" because I was like, well, let's play off of Rise of Skywalker, which is the new Star right. Wars movie. But I was also thinking with this group, it's going to be also the rise. You oh,
1: know. a prize of the
3: Rock Oh, R- the R.H.P. R-
1: R- right. <laughs> uh, you might have to hit up, uh, what's her name? The Natasha Nova. Oh, not, I'm not plugging anybody for real <laughs> here. The <No, you> <laughs> stripper that miss was full giving out USA Wonder Woman that was handing out.
0: Right. It's going to cost today. a little
2: more to plug it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I a, a little, on point,
1: <laughs> a
0: little now, I think you need bottle service in the VIP room if you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying. Wink, wink, right? elbow, elbow. So no, speaking no, of which,
3: did you take any pictures with any particular cosplayers?
1: I did. I got I uh, I got a Ray, a Venom, uh, maybe Rockin' Help Me. I need to take most of them. But uh, I don't know, four or five. A lot yeah. of big boobied cosplayers.
0: Well, yeah, that, uh, that was not part of like, my hey, criteria. I was
3: cosplay. cosplaying.
6: <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right, so yeah. Tom, you, so you came all the way
6: from Japan, yep, just to meet you guys, just to meet us, yep. That was the, not to copy his answer, but <laughs> not to steal. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the main things. And ever since I was a kid, I've heard about you know Baltimore Comic Con. I've seen the ads. So. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I haven't been to a lot of cons. I've been to New York a couple of years, and it's gotten just crazier and yeah. crazier. And uh, they, they changed the time, so now is when New York used to be, you know. So right, right. It just seemed like a perfect chance to finally go to Baltimore. it's yeah. awesome. Meet you guys and hearing the podcasts and everything. <laughs>
3: Always got me. And music. now being a part of it. Yeah, now, yeah. Actually, now living it. Legendary.
4: Living it. And now when right. you hear this episode, you're like, "My God, does my voice really sound like?" Yeah,
1: it?
3: yeah. <laughs>
4: right. yeah I've said um, that
6: about myself for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got I got to see some cool cosplay. There's uh, if you guys look on line, there's a really awesome, uh, like a steampunk Batman,
4: mm-hmm.
6: who is like, all even taller than me, there's a Groot that was like 10 feet. I up. saw the Groot, yeah, that, that was, was awesome. awesome, yeah. And he spoke. He has yeah. A, I think he said something like, uh, I am Groot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, something yeah. along it those very, lines, yeah. very, Really, really touched me. A
3: you know? little <laughs> <Real> emotional.
6: <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. You, you know, so what was, your, right. what was your impression of the, the con, since it was your first well, time at Friday this Friday was a little like, I was, because me, again, comparing mostly New York, these days, like New York, there's not a, like a, a chill day. It's just an, it's insane from the start. Right. Know? So yesterday it was nice and calm, and I could just walk around and get my the lay of the land, and see where everything was, and I'd meet up with you guys. And um, but it was also I was also like, well, oh, there's not much constantly going around. It's a little like low energy. But then today it was like, no, this is like this yeah. is fun. This is like. Yeah. This is a, the
3: nice balance. Of Saturday's today. day, yeah. yeah like you said, that, that's one of the things I like about this con is like when you come in on Friday, you you can kind of scope things out, figure out where you want to be, what you want to do. You can get a few things done, and then you you know Saturday, where I need to go, what I need
1: to the, do. The line management here is really good. Yeah, I've been yeah. to cons where I've waited outside for hours. This is like, yep, put the wristband up and walk right in. Yeah, which is fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, Mr. Neville, me Michael Neville. Yeah. 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 Uh,
5: best part of this one so far, and I'm going to probably steal a little bit from Ryan, uh, sure. meeting Jim Lee. Yeah. I uh, got three pieces signed, just had to put them out for me. I got Hush, the
4: uh, X-Men XXL. and Going
5: back to the media.
4: Is that an Axel Braun presentation? Yes.
5: And then uh, Batman Detective uh, Comics number 1000. Uh which is right, fine very very cover. Jim Lee's. It's a Jim Lee variant With uh, Batman Fighting fight the Joker Yes
3: And then But There's a lot of people That don't like Jim Lee's Joker I, I like, I like it. it I think yeah. it's good
5: so. well, But then I would say uh, For Things that uh, got done Like uh, Actually seeing people My pinky in the brain uh, Sketchbook Yes which, If anybody so talks, Tell about that Because we don't mention it On the show So right. uh, Maybe you have to Get some photos And you can Actually yeah. tell some But it is a book that started kind of as a joke, just cartoons nineties I enjoyed and started Pinky in the Brain and then it just evolved to more Pinky in the Brain as crossovers or different ways of expecting them. I have currently this year a Emperor as Brain and Pinky being Darth Vader sorry. Yeah Darth, Darth Vader Vader. Right. Yeah. And then we have I have a Marty McFly and Doc Brown got added. And then last year I got Deadpool and Cable. Yep. So those are the probably fondest ones I got. You also got uh,
3: Cap and Iron Man.
5: Cap and Iron Man from the uh, yeah. Civil, Civil War. Uh, what
3: poster? Poster, poster from the movie. Yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, so yeah, just been enjoying that, uh, and have not really and poison ivy. I like, but that was not pinky and the brain. That's just a my <laughs> seven. Don't be confused. Those, things like that may in fact happen in that book. But uh, no, it's been awesome for round two. Cool.
3: Rock, how about you? What uh, what big things did you find? And well, what was your goal coming here? And then, what well, my goal find? number one was to see everybody. But sure.
0: first, I must address something, Michael. I'm extremely disappointed. <laughs> you did you failed to mention one of your highlights of the con. We're sleeping ass-to-ass ass with me sharing this baby, this baby kid's bed. This baby twin-sized bed. This, this bed is there's enough That's to fit one bed. fat man. And we, sleep, we slept a millimeter apart ass-to-ass. Ass. And we didn't bump asses during the night. But I thought you sharing this bed would be one of your highlights. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm sorry. I'm going to everyone... cry later, but I just want to say I'm sorry that you know, well, it wasn't can, one of your highlights. He, he can
3: hold you now when you're crying.
0: <laughs> so I just want to say if either of you guys want to share the bed with me tonight, Brian or Ryan, <laughs> I'm kicking his ass out of my bed tonight. He's trading. Yeah. I've so, shared the bed with you. I know what that's like. Yeah, we all. Yeah, we like spooning. It's like a whole lot of body heat. <laughs> uh, but in it's all seriousness, it was great to see everybody, number one. And number two, I've really gone deep into collecting modern, I mean vintage toys, I've gotten rid of my modern stuff, and I do a podcast on another network. And Jesus <laughs> Christ,
1: plugging again! <laughs> I got a fucking damn show.
0: But uh, no, I, I came here with a significant uh, list of stuff I wanted to get. But I found a 1983 Snake Eyes straight arm, it cost me a decent amount of money, but I was proud to get that. And I did a lot of bin diving, okay, a lot of looking for vintage. The core franchise for me: GI Joe, Transformers, Star Wars, and uh, old. Amen. He-Man, could Funny those. Yeah, could Cats. Thundercats. Yeah. Uh, but I did pick up a lot of vintage Sergeant Rock, Howling Commandos, nice. those old war books. Yeah, I didn't
1: know you were looking for those. Yeah,
0: yeah. My son actually likes them. Of all things, he reads those. That's cool. If I can get him to read something sure. other than you know Fortnite and YouTube comments, <laughs> right. I'll be thrilled. I got a nice commission as my son is John Wick. Yeah. Blank comic book sketch. Yep. And that was oh, and I met the guy who Mike Moran. I think his name was Mike Moran. The guy who played the original Michael Myers in the yep. first two Halloween movies. I got a NECA figure signed by him. He was really happy to meet everybody. Uh, cool. Those are my big things, but mainly just to hang out and have some good food, some good conversation, walk the floor, and oh, and taking podcast pictures. Oh yeah, because you guys know me. I
3: like you the mean, hot co- mean, you mean cosplay
2: pictures. You can't and take you can't take podcast that's, pictures. Oh, Jesus! Sorry. right? It's right. <laughs> making <of> a <laughs> podcast. Check out OpenYourToys.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a mutiny. <laughs> Thank you.
3: The funny thing is, I do post edits, right?
0: <laughs> oh,
6: this is all going in the bin, <laughs> right? Take that
3: out. Take this shit <laughs> out. Well,
6: if
0: you're gonna edit shit, Robin? Where the fuck is Elders of the Rune Do some editing.
1: <laughs> that's a joke. Right <laughs> Chuck didn't back it
0: Did That's a John Thurman too Right I don't think <laughs> Chuck backed it That's an um. inside joke For Chuck, for Chuck. Right <laughs> How about Grub? How about for you
4: Well For me it's easy Because since I live Like ten miles away I don't have to go very far For anything But The thing I look forward to Same thing Is You guys coming into town Yeah Like meeting me meet Tom Joe I met briefly At Celebration In Chicago earlier this year But I should get to know him A little bit better um, and this is also the show, really, that I get most of my sketchbook art done. Because yeah. There's a lot going on here. And, so um, tell them the, uh, the sketchbooks that you have. I have a G.I. Joe sketchbook, I have a Star Wars sketchbook, I have a Disney sketchbook, and I have a Robotech sketchbook. At some point this weekend, something's being done in all four of those books. Um, and money is flying out of my damn pocket Way faster than I expected this year just because I'm
3: there's some good talent out there
4: yeah there's a couple of guys that you know Dean cotts of course and he's doing something uh yeah now, now has he done something for um your Disney one he has that book right now he's doing what's he doing Maximilian from the black hole
1: oh that's right
4: okay uh which for anybody who's seen it I'm sure the movie doesn't hold up but I still like the fucking murdering robot yeah. from the black hole is still terrified me as a child <laughs> as Tom starts doing the and Tom gets it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ending of that movie ooh, that, that was for a Disney movie yeah, yeah. would end up in hell basically like, yeah what the <laughs> <heck>? spoiler <Yeah. laughs> oh, spoiler for, for <laughs> like a 40 year old movie yeah, find it on Disney Plus yeah when well, yeah, Disney Plus yeah. comes out in like a couple of weeks it's on there <laughs> I'll be watching it um but yeah, for I mean, it's also such a, it feels like a very light crew this year, yeah. Because there's Travis, Nick, you know, uh, Chuck's not here. Um, John,
0: I drank John. the water yeah, out of the porta not- potty, and I got Montezuma's revenge. Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> oh Chuck, I think I just shit my pants. We need to get going.
1: <laughs> Travis gonna kick your ass. <laughs> oh,
0: that's okay.
4: But yeah, just with this crew being light this year, just because there's a lot of other stuff going on, it's it's kind of a slightly different experience, you know. Yeah. No sheer, you know, because he's been here the last couple of years, you know, Shannon's here, um, you know, and, and Andre, Andre also lives in the area, so it's yeah. you know it's not hard for him either. Um, but it's just, you know, it's, it's a different show. It's it's a it's a local. I mean, it's like about as local as I can get as a local show for me. Right. So, you know, I'm good with that. But.
2: How about for you, Brian? I'd also like to start off by thanking Grub for being a good host and picking me up at the airport once again. Yeah, well, that's. Yeah, for people who don't know, I live literally like on the
4: outskirts of BWI Airport, so it's <laughs> it's easy when if I know you to just
2: I'll get you to the airport. So. <laughs> it's. Uh, n- what, with three all years th- in a row now. <laughs> uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's becoming a habit. Yeah, pretty much. The 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 buying of art has been a little bit less this year because I've been creating a little bit of my own. I would say that probably one of the the, the 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 biggest things that I've came across this time that's been eventful was I'm not really sure who was the first person to recommend recommend it to me, but I was talking with Ryan about. Uh, it sure would be nice if there was a if there was a sketch or a uh, like. Uh, an actual uh the, the words to the, the comics well what word am i looking scripts. for scripts yeah so so i come <laughs> across or with, with rock yeah. so rock tells me about this guy john workman he's he's, he's the letterer he's, he's lettering scripts and there's wow. a full script and i said that would be awesome i'd love to see that two bucks so i pull it out for about an inch and i see this real cartoony looking face and it, it looks great uh and then I'll pull it out a little bit further. Rock, will you help me explain what you're seeing? This
0: okay. <laughs> so what we have is a man with a shirt on, and he's bottomless, and his jeans are around his knees, and there is a woman with her legs spread, panties on the side. She has her shirt wide open. His hand is fondling her breast You can't see the penetration, but he is balls deep inside her vagina, or bajajay. And There's some text there. You it says, Oh! Oh God! Ah, and then she says, "Come on, finish, will you? I've got work to do." And that is the opening panel of this comic book. And just so everybody knows, that's that. dramatic reading. <laughs> and, but also, I bought a for five dollars for a script. It's for Kick Ass number five, and for Shits and Giggles, I opened it up, and on my first page, we have Cunnilingus happening. <laughs> I'm not going to go into graphic art What that is (laughs) Google it
1: (laughs) (laughs) But for five dollars And we're back We're back
3: We lost battery
1: power
0: But what did you put in there? A blue chew, As strong as can be
3: (laughs) Alright so We're going to wrap things up Because it's been a long day Um, uh, I want to thank everyone for Heading out um, I also want the the Kickstarter was unsuccessful, but I want to thank everyone for the support of uh, backing up. We're going to do it. We're going to relaunch in January. Uh, I'm a lot wiser to what to do, what goal to set it at, uh, how to promote it a bit more. Got some great feedback from uh, some people that actually work at Kickstarter, so they they gave me some awesome direct feedback. Um, but uh, closing thoughts, we'll save rock for last. <laughs> um, if, if anyone wants to say anything as far as, like, the con, uh, the show, whatever the hell, this we've been going ten, almost ten years, January, ten years. It's wow. It's been
4: crazy. It seems scary when I think about, like, I've been listening to you since you were, like, you sh- like show, like, 12 or some
3: shit. Right. <laughs> I've been listening to you since episode one. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. Or actually, episode zero. I may I've listened to that one. <laughs> Just put it out there.
0: Well, was it the first time I met Ryan with the second Super Show? Right. So, just it, my son was like two and a half. My son's gonna be twelve.
3: That's crazy. Yeah. You be driving soon? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but as I mean, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been, it's a been a long. Hard time. It's gonna be ten years. What?
3: In the winter? By January. January. January fifth. I think is when we released the first episode. We yeah,
1: have a joint,
4: party a joint birthday more. party with my son. Nice. I mean, he's the fourth, but whatever.
3: But. uh... Yeah, and uh, I know we talked about possibly uh, next year doing get together in Cleveland for anyone that wants to come t- for the Top Gun, uh, Top Gun Two. Uh, no. uh so if oh,
4: anyone that wants reminds trip, me. Yeah, I last last year I was out. I was out in California um, at the time when they released uh, the, the first event. And it was last year, oh whatever, the first event, uh, not Endgame, Infinity, Infinity War. War. I didn't speak... Because this is Top Gun related. I went down to San Diego to see a, a Legion friend of mine. So we went to go see the movie in the movie theater on an old Navy base where they fucking filmed... Oh, wow. All, like, the part... The base parts of Top yeah, Gun. Yeah, nice. So, like, when he's walking... Like, when he's having his court martial and he's walking down... I'm literally standing where they filmed where he's walking after he leaves the court martial and didn't know it until, like, six months later. Oh, nah. wow. I was like, if I had to realize that, I
3: would have, like... Yeah, so what we're planning on uh, doing so far, if we get you know enough people interested or whatever, I know the local people will be doing it anyways. Um, so we're going to uh, get together, watch the first Top Gun, and then go see the second one, and then come back and record an episode to review it.
1: What would really
0: help? Is get a sponsor.
3: Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> who who do you have in mind? I don't Audible. OpenYourChoice.com. com. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, hello, fresh, a Blue Apron, but
4: <laughs> Casper Mattresses. Wait, Blue Apron and Blue Chew are the same company? <laughs> blue
3: blue it, so, oh, so, yeah, so if, if you're interested in doing that, uh, I can't remember when the movie's releasing, but, you know, uh, that'll be a cool Star Joe's thing. Um, Tom's coming in from Japan. <laughs> like, he's putting it out his calendar. He's like, I'm coming in. Um, but no, we'll we'll work something out. And we'll figure out like if people are coming in from out of town, how, how we can do that, and uh, so you don't have to put, put yourself up in a hotel or anything like that, uh, unless there's like fifty people coming. But I yep, doubt that's going to happen. So, um, but yeah, uh, Baltimore Con another year. No fire alarms this year yet. Shh. <laughs> and we had the marathon this year. We had the marathon this year. Nothing's uh, happened to Shannon yet. Nothing's happened to Shannon. June 17th, 2020. Okay. June uh, 17th for Top Gun. Sometime. So, plenty of time to plan out. Uh, but yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Anyone else have anything to say? with Rock? any last thoughts for the listeners? That don't involve Bluetooth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been, it's been a great... I mean, it's been a great... The, I like to say the family. It's like seeing different people come and go. Yeah, But it's still... It's fun no matter what. Yeah. So, like I said, if you're if you're ever thinking about should I come, it's once a year. Yeah. You know, if you can't make it this year, obviously come next year. Right. There's always new people coming and going, and still it's fun no matter what. It's I'll, not who's here; it's being here. Yeah. I'll we I'll make be, it work. I'll be here every year. So,
1: so. I right. yeah. I definitely want to come back next year if I can. If I cool. Can, if it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Now, now, my wife can't tease me about going to see them. Man, friend I met on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, now you've met multiple
3: uh, men. friends men friend is on the internet. So. <laughs> Men's awesome. Men, men, so uh, all right. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and close with that. <laughs> Jesus, that's you know, a weird you know what would be really funny. If, uh, What's that?
0: Who had that story about the Yurtle with the guy who was? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. A, oh, that's a funny anecdote. I don't go know how to end the story with go
4: it. Ahead. Last night at the restaurant, I had to pee, so I go, I go to uh, I go to the bathroom. And there's a guy standing there in the urinal Like two feet back from the urinal (laughs) (laughs) Oh Jesus
2: (laughs) I
3: forgot that that's his
4: story Yeah Uh, Let's just say that He he should be in porn
0: (laughs) (laughs) He needed those two feet He needed those two
4: feet Or maybe
0: he took a blue chew before he went to the bathroom No,
4: I. well, okay Probably not I didn't look that hard, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, because you couldn't you could not see
0: it. Does it have any autographs out. on it? Uh, Jim Lee, Ryan Dro. No. <laughs>
3: I don't know. <laughs> okay, on, on that note, we'll go ahead and close the episode by saying the Force will be with you because knowing us is half the battle. Take and care. we'll see you sooner
0: rather than later. Peace. Peace. <laughs> how's that from that's how we in my podcast oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: well, later, on, later on, sooner
0: right oh, what's going on yeah, <laughs>